welcome to the Relationship Recovery Podcast, hosted by Jessica Knight, a certified life coach who specializes in narcissistic and emotional abuse. This podcast is intended to help you identify manipulative and abusive behavior, set boundaries with yourself and others, and heal the relationship with yourself so you can learn to love in a healthy way. Hello, my name is Jessica Knight, and thank you for being here today. I am settling into a space I moved in a year ago. My relationship ended the same week as the move date, and it took me a while to really settle in and clean things out, to get out of just the survival mode, to get on a constant sleep schedule. And then the truth is, is that I really invested my time and focus into my work, something that was giving me so much life. And there were still boxes piled up in a room that wasn't fully set up. So I've been putting focus and time into that. And in doing that, I've been finding a lot of things that I put away from that time. One of them being some journal entries. And so I found a conversation between my ex's mom and I in text and I had printed it out and stuck it in my journal. And I remember reading this and feeling really frustrated because she was basically, and she said the words, don't rock the boat. And I remember in my mind thinking, don't rock the boat. Like I'm not the one rocking it. And in a lot of ways, I do feel like his angry outbursts and his abusive behavior was enabled because he was told that it was okay. You know, he was somebody who got very angry very quickly. And so I think a lot of people would back down when that would happen because it's frightening. But when you see, when you see it happen so many times, like I did, it's, it becomes less frightening and becomes more questionable. It's almost like, um, one of those situations where you're continuously told you're the one making the mess and then you take a break or a step back from it or create space from it. And you realize that nope, this person just is unable to regulate anything. And so I was thinking about that phrase, don't rock the boat, because I'm sure people hear it all the time from people who you think are being supportive, right? And typically it's coming from a place of wanting you to not get into an argument or not get into a place that you feel like you can't get out of or you know, not making, that's in a lot, very big air quotes, The other person do something, but that's not in your control at all, right? So like don't rock the boat is really unfair because we aren't the ones who are rocking the boat. It's the person inside that's rocking it, shaking it, not the one who's like sitting aside trying to stay steady in this rocked boat, right? And at times, you know, we're the ones who need to save the boat, right? When it rocks so much and it tips over, then the other person's never facing the consequences of what would happen if somebody didn't keep the boat afloat. But over time, like being that person in that role, you know, that person who is preventing the boat from falling over, like we probably begin to lose ourselves. We begin to get sick of sitting in there. You begin, like we begin to decline. And then there's these other people that might come in and steady the boat, you know, the people that come in with the life rafts, the people that come in and keep it like 
repaired. But then what about us, right? Like what about us that are like in the boat that's they're not rocking it, but they're, we're just having the effects of it. And everything we try to get the boat not to rock isn't working because we have somebody going back and forth, right? That's like the, it's such a good way, I think, of thinking of the cycle of abuse, right? Like the boat, the boat's sailing out, you know, it's the calm stage. And then tension starts building. So there's like a little t- turbulence back and forth. And then the incident happens, like the, either the boat tips over or, you know, the, a wave hits it, but then balance is restored, which would be reconciliation. And then we go back through that cycle. And not rocking the boat could be seen as a way to, or a place to tap into when you're choosing to not engage in abusive behavior anymore. For example, if you're like, you know what? There's no, I am, there are no more arguments I'm going to be a part of. So if he starts to yell, I'm leaving, no more. That's a perspective though. That's a choice. That's you stepping into your power. That is much different from being told to not set somebody off who's setting themselves off. And so I want you to think about how this is happening in your current situation. Are there people telling you not to rock the boat? Are those people enabling abusive behavior? Are those people denying the level of abuse in the relationship? And therefore, is that a resource to go to? You know, an important part of this is that I believe this was coming up when I thought he would change or I thought the space apart would change. This was in early, early stages of like the final breakup and he was never going to change and He still hasn't, to my knowledge, I mean, I don't really know anymore, but I'm going to go ahead and guess. He has still not gone to therapy. And so like the boat doesn't know another way to go other than to be rocky and shaky and abusive, right? So learning to not rock the boat basically means learning to be stay in abuse. And I wanted to learn how to swim ashore. I'd love to hear if this was helpful. You can contact me at emotionalabusecoach.com or on Instagram at emotionalabusecoach. If you need any support, please feel free to reach out and DM me. I'd love to hear from you. 